listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. And welcome back to an emergency episode of the Astros Future Podcast. The Astros just made a big trade. We're presented by Apollo Media, all Houston, all original. I'm your host, Jimmy Price. You can find me on Twitter at Astros Future. And I'm your co-host, Brian Hamilton. You can find me on Twitter at bham1720. And be sure to follow the official Apollo Media account at Apollo H-O-U. So today we're just going to talk about the trade the Astros just made. They sent Abraham Toro and Joe Smith and received Kendall Graveman and Rafael Montero back. This is the deal that I think a lot of us wanted to see. We wanted to see Click go out there and make an addition to the to the bullpen, and they did just that with Kendall Graveman. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially what it's going to turn out to be is just Toro for Graveman straight up. I mean, yeah, Joe Smith is in there. So was Rafael Montero, but Joe Smith was really a non-factor for us. I, I mean, I hope he does better just for his sake, but he's most likely going to be a non-factor for Seattle. Rafael Montero, who's also coming to Houston, was DFA'd, so he was just kind of a throw-in. But, yeah, man, I mean, we, we get their closer, basically, which is kind of surprising considering they weren't that far out from a wild-card spot. Um, and we really we just gave up Toro, so it's Toro for Graveman. Yeah, the, the, like I said, the Smith for Montero is essentially a, a moot point of the deal. It's really the Toro for Graveman. And, and Graveman, the Astros are getting a guy who was a, a I guess, a serviceable starter a, a little while back, but finally switched over to the bullpen. And this year he's been phenomenal. 0.82 ERA. He's only allowed 15 hits in 33 innings. And uh, he struck out 34 in, th- in those 33 innings. That's something we had talked about with uh, Chandler Rome is you know, the Astros need somebody who can go out there and, and get outs, get some strikeouts, and, and not allow people on base and – Right now, his whip is a 0.69, so really good season. He is a rental, so he's, he's a free agent at the end of the year. And I still think Toro has a lot of value in him, but he's ultimately blocked here. He, he's not going to play third base over Bregman. He's not going to play shortstop even if we lose Correa. Altuve still signed for a while. You have Guriel signed for a couple of years uh, remaining, but first basemen are a little bit easier to find than, uh, you know, than maybe like a, a third baseman or something. So Toro's essentially blocked. You know, I think the Astros can fill the other positions. So it's a, it's a way to use his surplus of value the way he's been swinging it lately. He's got six homers on the year and get a good relief pitcher back that the Astros desperately needed. Yeah, he hit a home run last night also. So they got to see it up close. Uh, the Seattle front office, Seattle fans, everybody. Um, it's, it's, it's a really good deal. I mean, even though it is just a, um, you know, a one-year deal basically for Kendall Graveman, he's, who's only going to be here for the remainder of the season. But, you know, like you said, Toro's blocked. We don't really have a spot for him. Bregman is going to be due back any day now. He's already on his rehab assignment. So, um, I mean, what this does mean is in all likelihood, Robel Garcia is coming right back up, which I, I know none of us are too thrilled about. But we are, we are all thrilled to get Kendall Graveman in the bullpen. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be nice to have somebody that hopefully we can count on consistently. It's it's been Ryan Presley and a little bit of Christian Javier, and outside of that, it's it's been it's been tough. I mean, we saw last night Stanek has really been up and down. Last night was rough. Uh, Brooks Raley did uh did not perform well last night. Gave up that grand slam. But yeah, it'd be nice to get a, a guy like this. But like you mentioned earlier, it's interesting the Mariners decide to trade their closer in a situation where they're still in the playoff hunt. And I understand trying to capitalize on value. You know, they, they probably got him not thinking he was going to be their, their closer. Next thing you know, he's, he's having a really good season. He's a rental. So I understand that point. 
but I, I saw there were some reports about how the Mariners players were not very happy about it. And it makes sense. You know, they're, they're fighting to get in the playoffs. They all think they have an opportunity to win and the team goes out and trades the closer. And that's something that can definitely rub some people the wrong way. Yeah. I mean, the Mariners haven't made the playoffs since 2001. It's been 20 years. This will be the 20th season without them in the playoffs, at least by accident one time, you know, you feel like at least one time in 20 years, you make the playoffs even by accident. But I saw someone on Twitter who I can't remember their, their handle right now, but they said that this is the, um, equivalent of back in 2015 had we what, like what if we had traded luke gregerson yeah. in the middle of that for a minor league third baseman we all would have been pissed off so um not quite sure what seattle's doing don't really care we're benefiting from it so that's good and and rafael montero while yeah he was dfa his his numbers don't look too good he's also someone that one of our uh, guests on the podcast bill had uh mentioned uh whenever we had him on mm-hmm. as a possible guy just for swing and miss stuff which is what chandler rome was saying we don't really have a lot of guys that throw swing and miss stuff well, we just picked up two that do, so. Yeah, and another thing I think is important with Graveman, and we'll see how it plays out, but he's obviously has experience closing games, and I know Ryan Presley will still continue to be the closer, but I think having a guy that that's experienced closing these games, you know, pitching in the ninth inning, basically like a game last night, I remember I saw people talking about, it. even if the Astros had a league going in the ninth inning, I don't know if Ryan Presley was available. Well, if that happens, you have somebody who can come in and, and pitch the ninth inning and someone who's had experience and has obviously had success doing it. So, yeah, phenomenal move. Really seems like James Click went out there, got a guy that he was interested in, and being able to get him from a division rival and for a player that was, like we said, is a pretty much a surplus value for the Astros right now. You know, Toro doesn't have really have a spot. Just an awesome move for, uh, for the Astros. And uh, he said he still plans on making more moves, and he plans to be heavily involved with more potential transactions. So we'll see what the Astros end up doing. But at this point, we all wanted a reliever, and Click went out and got it done. Right. And like you just mentioned, he, he just said to the media, um, it's one critical step in the right direction. So he's leaving the door open for um, for another move or potential moves. And, and, you know, one thing to keep in mind is, you know, I don't think anyone really um, thought that we would trade anybody from our major league roster to get in a big addition like this. Right. So we technically um, we still have all of our bullets left as far as, you know, minor leaguers or anybody else that we could possibly trade. Because, I mean, I don't think anyone thought Joe Smith had any type of trade value, let alone right. being in a trade, even as a throw in. And Toro, I mean, I wasn't really expecting anything like that. So, yeah, we still have everything uh, that we had at the beginning of the day um, to possibly use as a, a you know trade bait. Yeah, and I, hopefully the Astros don't trade Pedro Leon or Corey Lee or even maybe a Jeremy Pena. You know, those guys seem like future potential cornerstone type players, you know, and you want to keep those guys yep. around. But to be able to, like you said, trade a guy like Toro and get a reliever uh, is, is a great first move. And I, I was texting with you and Alex about it earlier. I kind of feel like the Astros, as constructed, even without Graveman, still have a very good chance at winning the World Series. I think when you get into a, a series and you can put two or three of those starters in the bullpen and, and you know, kind of take away some of the guys that are pitching right now, I think the Astros will be in a good spot. So to add a guy like Graveman, I think even if they don't go out and make any more moves, to add a guy like Graveman, uh, Graveman to the bullpen with Presley, and then when you think about the postseason rotation – and in uh, bullpen, and you got Javier in there, and maybe a you know maybe a, a Garcia if they decide to put him in the bullpen at some point, or Odorizzi. I hope they don't move Garcia, but if they do that, right. I, I think the Astros just have they have enough pitching, especially with the addition of, uh, addition of Graveman, to be successful in the postseason. No, I agree for sure. I think that one good one, one thing to keep in mind is that yeah, you know, once you get to the postseason, you can move those starters around, play with them in the bullpen a little bit. But we still need to be able to stretch out some um, some innings in the regular season. We can't throw 
Presley out there for so sure. often. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, and I know you know this, but that's one thing about that's going to be helpful for the postseason yeah. is getting extra arms now Definitely. to help during the regular season to keep these guys fresh for the postseason. So, I mean, it, it, last night's game was a complete debacle, but, you know, we've got – I mean, it's, oh gosh, I hate to say it this way, but as long as Brooks Raley's on the team, we can still make another addition. Yeah, and and you know, and then they may very well. I mean, I think the way Click was talking, it sounds like he's he's not necessarily done. I, I don't, I don't expect an earth shattering move. I wouldn't put it past him to trade right. for a guy. People talk about Scherzer, or, you know, another big bat. I think another reliever seems more likely, especially with with who we have in the rotation and with the way the offense is right now. But yeah, I mean, we have the potential to make those trades. We have we we have more value in our prospects than I think a lot of people a lot of people think and right yeah, the Astros that have the the ability to make those trades we'll see what click does but you brought up a good point having being able to allow Ryan Presley to to get time off is important you know we want him to be fresh obviously going into the postseason and right now we've been riding him pretty hard because he's been the only consistent arm so getting another arm in the bullpen who can go in and have clean innings is going to be huge and I'm looking at the numbers right now, and Kendall Graveman has a lower whip than Ryan Presley. And uh, I know that's not the only thing that counts, but he's obviously so far this season has been really good at keeping guys off base. And, and that's that's going to be refreshing after seeing a lot of our guys in the bullpen walking, you know, having whips and one and a halfs and walking four or five guys per nine innings to have a guy come in that can hopefully have a lot of clean innings and, and uh, you know, really, really mop up some games where Presley doesn't have to come in and, and do that himself. Right. And I mean, like, like you had mentioned earlier, you know, you got Graveman, you got Presley here, two closers, really. And um, I, I read on Twitter a moment ago that Presley's wife is pregnant. She's doing any day now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to lose him for a few days. So at least we'll have Graveman there to, to plug in. But think of it this way. You now have your eighth and ninth innings kind of on lock. I mean, yep. inevitably, one of them will give up runs at some point or probably both will give up runs at some point. But look at last night. All hell broke loose in the eighth inning last night. If you have somebody like this here for the eighth inning, it probably doesn't happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get an experienced guy at the back end of the bullpen who who is used to doing a job back there, and, and that, that's just uh, very refreshing. Yeah, and now you have maybe a, a Javier in the seventh, uh, a Graveman in the eighth, and a Presley in the ninth, and the back end starting to look a lot better. And then I don't I don't know if they will. I don't know if, if using Stanek or Abreu in a lower leverage role in a sixth innings, you know, role like that, I don't know, maybe that would benefit them. But hopefully it will, and, and that'll that'll – you know, keep our bullpen going strong as the, as the season progresses. But yeah, nice move. I just think way that, to start out the 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 you know the uh, the trade week and uh, nice for James Click to get right up on top of it. Yeah, I mean, for as much crap as as we as we uh, have to put up with with the bullpen, I think their main issue is just they just don't throw strikes. Like last night, uh, Stanek was ahead zero and two, and he ended up walking the guy. Um, Brooks really did something similar, and then he gives up a grand slam. I was already. Um, uh, asleep by the time everything happened but um you know anyway it was a good move um yep. didn't really give up much in terms of the big picture so i mean while we both agree that Torres is a nice player um in, in the grand scheme of things the astros didn't give up much so that's good yeah and one other thing i'll say on the mariner side i i understand if they're trying to make the playoffs that's a weird move to trade your closer but i, I do think they got some pretty good value for him he's a guy who's having his first good season as a reliever and they got somebody who i think can profile as as a uh, you know major leaguer, an average major league player uh, who has versatility in some upsides. Yeah, absolutely. We're in agreement there. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this podcast. We just wanted to hop on real quick and talk a little bit about the trade. If any other trades start breaking out or anything crazy like that, we'll hop on and cover them. And that'll end. Thanks for listening for this episode.